about season one was fun. Talking about my favorite team, can't have nothing else there. But this season, season two, you got to get a little bit more real because this season has the Super Bowl in our backyard, SoFi State. So if you don't know my voice by now, I'm down at the place like a silence, and you getting ready to listen to Ramley talk. Horns up, Rams house, let's get it. Let's talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good day, whatever time it is and whatever you're at, welcome to Ramley Talk, here from the Playmakers Bar Podcast, brought to you by Super Pro Draft Sports Booking, Super Draft Pro. You know, our sponsors going on for this show, for this podcast. I'm thankful to have you guys on. And uh, we are a couple of days away from Christmas. So let me go ahead and say for all you happy holidays. Merry Christmas to those who are getting ready to celebrate Christmas on this coming Saturday. It's been a great year. It's a good year so far. We got some football to talk about, obviously, because it is Ramley talk about the way. You know, let's recap what took place a couple of days ago for week 15. And then we're going to preview what's going to happen on Sunday, the day after Christmas. We're going to talk playoff scenarios. I didn't do a fan, fan vote of the week, but as I look at the numbers, I I'm, I got y'all play of the week for this week. And it will be no surprise to anybody who it is. But nevertheless... Nevertheless, it's a great day. It's a great time. We're almost at the end of the year. So without further ado, let's go ahead and recap what took place Tuesday night. Because on Tuesday night, the game was shifted from Sunday to Tuesday because of COVID-19 protocols. And with that happening, we ended up getting Von Miller. We ended up getting OBJ. We ended up getting Jalen Ramsey. We getting all the, the key stars back. Only we didn't have Ron Haberstein. We didn't have Tyler Hitby. We did get Derrick Henderson back, but we was pretty healthy going into this game against the Seattle Seahawks, and we're trying to sweep the season series of the Seattle Seahawks. We went up, we went up to Seattle in Week Five on a Thursday night. We took care of them. So what took place in Week Fifteen down at SoFi Stadium in sunny California, the host of Super Bowl Fifty Six? Well, the Seattle Seahawks coming in. On five and five and eight on the season, looking for a victory to stay within the playoff race. And the Rams are trying to get a division tie with the Arizona Cardinals, who, who had, by the way, lost to the Detroit Lions. Shout out to the Motor City for giving us a giving us one. So we're trying to get the ten to fall along with the Arizona Cardinals, and that's exactly what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Final score, Seattle Seahawks 10, Los Angeles Rams 20. Wasn't a pretty game, but the boys got it done with all the confusion, with all the movements going around. So a win is a win in this league. Wilson Wilson was 17 for 31, 156 yards and an interception. Shout out to Taylor Rapp who got the interception to seal the game for us. DJ Dallas carried the load for the running game. Eight carries, 41 yards and a touchdown. Gerald Everett, our first meeting with our old tight end. 
Led the receiving core with four catches and 60 yards. DK Metcalf has six catches for 52 yards. And then uh, Carlos Dunlap, former of the Florida Gators, first round draft of the Cincinnati Bengals. He had uh, three sets of Matthew Stafford. Out of the total of four sets, see how the Seahawks had. It's not really good because I O-line really does good in protecting Matthew Stafford. But not Tuesday. They gave up four sets. Three of them to Carlos Dunlap. So, uh, Bobby Evans got whipped by Carlos Dunlap. So, not having Havenstein in there showed because Carlos Dunlap took advantage of Bobby Evans. You're just going to say that right then and there. But, but these things happen. These things happen. For the Rams side, Matthew Stafford, 21 for 29, 244, two touchdowns and interceptions. And um, I didn't like that interception. He tried to drill it to Cooper Cup on a deep pass, and Craven is really right there for the picking. I mean, if he would try to actually throw it up there and, like, trying to lead Cooper Cup, then he might would have caught a touchdown. But he tried to drive it about 30 yards down the field, and... Craven Diz this was right there. It was easy pickings. So that's what that's what happened on that interception. Uh Shona Michelle carried the load for the backfield yet again, even though we did have Derrick Henderson for this game. 18 carries, 92 yards. Cooper Cup, nine catches, 136 yards, two touchdowns. Both of Matthew Stafford's touchdowns. Aaron Donald, Leonard Ford, and Von Miller all got a sack each. That's all the sets. We had three sacks, and it came from our three best. D lineman Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and Leonard Floyd, which means Von Miller got his first ever sack as a Ramble against Russell Wilson. Welcome to the team, Von Miller. Welcome to the team. Great that I great to see Von Miller get a sack now that I think he's starting to get his way into the into this scheme now, Raheem Morris and now. I think we can start seeing the trio on the D line start getting off now. I'm looking forward to what's to come in the next three games for with this with this with this trio of Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and Leonard Ford. Now that Von Miller got that first one out the way now. Like I like I said, it wasn't a pretty game. We had some sluggish moments, we had some bad moments, but it comes with the game of football. But it's nice to get the win to get the 10 and 4 on this on a year. We are still currently fifth in the standings because of the better division where Arizona has. Arizona is, is four and one in the division. We are three and two. So for the, for that tiebreaker to change, we'll have to beat San Fran the last week of the season and Seattle will have to beat Arizona the last week of the season. But there's other ways that we can win the division in these within these next two weeks. So I'll get to that in a moment. But since I didn't do a, a, a fan voting of the week week 15 because of all the changes and stuff we're gonna give it the cooper cup i'm gonna pick the event i'm gonna pick the player of the week and i'm giving the cooper cup like i said nine catches 139 136 yards and two touchdowns i mean who else do you give it to man because cooper cup is he's been doing it all year he's he's leading he's the triple he's leading that's the triple crown wonderful all receivers right now and i think he's gonna do that uh cooper cup is on the verge of getting close to Close to 2,000 yards receiving, if you really look at it. As of right now, he's at 1625. So, if he gets, I want to say, 375 within the last three games, 
He'll get he'll get the two thousand yards receiver anyways. I don't think I don't even know how, I don't even know if that's been done before. So he needs three seventy five in the last three games. You're talking one hundred twenty five yards in the next three games, averaging. That's pretty doable, and he will break Calvin Johnson's record with with ease. So that's something to look forward to. And um, shout out to Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Jenny Ramsey, and Matt Gay. All four guys have been selected to their to selected to the Pro Bowl. Uh, unfortunately, Matthew Stafford didn't make it. I didn't really go through the list and see uh, who all, what, who was all the quarterbacks that got in, but I know Tom Brady got in. I know that much, and uh, I'm interested in seeing who all, what other quarterbacks did get in. I'm going to go back and look at it at some point in time, but I do know that uh, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, and Matt Gay all got selected to the Pro Bowl. That's good to know. It's good to see. And you're going to keep it rolling here. So shout out to you guys for making the Pro Bowl. Aaron Donald, his eighth consecutive Pro Bowl. You know, Jalen Rounds again to another Pro Bowl. Cooper Cup getting to his first Pro Bowl. Matt Gay getting to his first Pro Bowl. So that's, that's good credence and good shout outs to you guys who are making the Pro Bowl. Now, let's get to week 16. Sunday, 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We take the trip to Minneapolis, Minnesota to face off with the 7-7 seven and seven Minnesota Vikings. Now, the Vikings are 7-7 seven seven on the year. They are currently holding the final spot of the playoffs. The 7th seed right now over the New Orleans Saints and the Philadelphia Eagles who are also 7-7. Seven this is a huge game, not only for us, but also for the Vikings because the New Orleans Saints, they have the Miami Dolphins this week and they finish off with Carolina and Atlanta. The Philadelphia Eagles finish off with basically their entire division, Giants, Washington, and Dallas. The Vikings have us this week. They have Green Bay Nash before they finish off with Chicago. So of the three teams, the Vikings have the toughest schedule to finish out this season. They have us this week and Green Bay next week. Two teams. Green Bay hasn't Green Bay has clinched the NFC North already. They haven't clinched the number one seed though. So it might take them next week by beating the Vikings for them to catch the number one seed because this week, this week they have the Browns on Saturday, but the Cowboys. The Cowboys have, I want to say, Washington this week. And I believe the Cowboys can beat, I, can't, I believe the Cowboys can sweep Washington. Because Washington is starting to look out of sorts right now. With their playoff lives on the line, they're not looking good. They didn't look good Tuesday against Philadelphia. Philadelphia ran for over 200 yards and won that game by, was it by 10? Oh, I want to say about 10. That's the same amount as we did. Let me see. Yeah, by 10. They won 17-27. So now Washington has to go to the has to go to Jerry World to take on the Cowboys. Green Bay is hosting Cleveland. So most likely, most likely, Green Bay will not be able to capture the one seed until next week when they play Minnesota. And that game is at Lambeau Field for week 17. So it's very possible that the Vikings could lose 
their next two games. It's very possible. Us and us and Green Bay. Because Green Bay want that one seed. Green Bay wants the road to SoFi Stadium to go through Lambeau Field. So for you to get to LA, you got to go through Green Bay. That's what Green Bay wants. And I don't blame them. I really don't blame them. So the Vikings are up against it because, like I said, the Saints, they have Miami this week. And that game is where? The Miami game is in New Orleans. Both teams are 7-7. Seven seven. Both teams fight for a playoff spot. That's on Monday Night Football. Dolphins at Saints. And then the following week they have... Uh, wait, there are the Saints at... They have Carolina coming to New Orleans and they finish off, I think it's at Atlanta. Yeah, they finish off at Atlanta. So that's what has the Saints. And the Saints look prime and ready to go for a run. Philly has the Giants at home. They, I believe they go to Washington. Yep. And then they finish off at home with the Cowboys. So. The pressure is on the Vikings to keep winning. But it's hard when you're playing the Rams and you're playing the Packers been back-to-back weeks. So, this will give my listeners here a credence of how important this game is for the Vikings and how fired up they're going to be. They are looking to have Alan Thielen back. They have, they, Alan Thielen has missed the last two games. They hope it's not a third one because Justin Jefferson has not been as dynamic as he was before the injury. Oh. Uh, that's what they're looking at. And they also want to get Dalvin Cook going because Dalvin Cook is another, he has another 1,000-yard season again. He will 200 of them came on a Thursday night game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, looking at this matchup, Matthew Stafford has thrown for 4,000 yards, a total of 4,142 yards, 35 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. Kirk Cousins, 3,656 yards passing, 29 touchdowns to 6 interceptions. Well, Kirk Cousins is having a better touchdown to interception ratio than Matthew Stafford. Dalvin Cook, I say he have about a thousand yards, thousand yards rushing, one thousand and sixty-seven yards rushing with his touchdowns. Sony Michelle in the last three games for Sony Michelle has had the ball sixty-two times for two hundred and ninety-two yards, one touchdown on an average of four point seven one yards an average. The last, see after the ass whooping against the Green Bay Packers. McVay got back to the running game against the Jaguars. Then he used the running game against Arizona. And then he kept using it against Seattle. So the running game is picking up. And Sonny Michelle is leading the way. Derrick Henson did see some game matching against Tuesday, but not, not that much. So he's still on his way of getting more healthy now. With that being said, now that we can get, we can get our two-headed muscle back in the backfield. I'm looking forward to this because the Vikings are really prone to getting ran on, if I'm not mistaken. The Vikings defense is not one of the top defense in the league. You can definitely pass on them because they give up big plays. So, I'm looking at it right now. The Vikings allow 128 rushing yards per game, and they give up 274 or 275 passing yards per game. So, and the Rams, they... They give up 99 yards a game rushing. So it's going to be interesting to see because one of the ways to win this game is in is in the trenches. I'm going to get to that in a minute. I'm going to keep seeing with my, my matchups. Wide receiver matchup, 
for us, Cooper Cup, 122 receptions, least lead. 1,625 yards receiving, leads the league. 14 touchdowns, leads the league. And you have Justin Jefferson on the other side who has 98. No, he has 89 receptions, my bad, for 1,335 yards and nine touchdowns. Most likely, Jalen Ramsey will be finding Justin Jefferson. That's, some, that's a match I'm looking forward to. JR versus JJ. And I like I like Jr. in this matchup, but Justin Jefferson is that boy can run around. I like Justin Jefferson. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I am a Justin Jefferson fan. Okay, even back in his LSU days, I am a Justin Jefferson fan. So when he went to the when against the Gators, it was torture. But other than that, I'm a Justin Jefferson fan. I love his route running. I love the ability that he gets open. And my main problem with those of you who are listening to me on my other shows like Arch Rivals and. Uh, NFL carousel. My problem with with this is Kirk Cousins usually look for Adam Thielen a lot. Like Matthew Stafford look for Cooper Cup a lot. That's what Kirk Cousins is with Adam Thielen. Problem is you have a dynamic receiver in Justin Jefferson that you need to help get the ball to as well. And Kirk Cousins doesn't do that. Matthew Stafford is they slowly working in OBJ. OBJ did have three, had a touchdown in each of the last three games until we played Seattle. He only had one catch on three targets. But these type of games happen, well, it doesn't go that way. Maybe this might be a game where you can look for OBJ a little bit more because the Vikings have to do something about stopping Cooper Cup. And then again, at the, at the same time, what does Mike Zimmer do? Because you don't want to double Cooper Cup and leave LBJ one-on-one. You don't want to double Cooper Cup and leave Van Jefferson one-on-one. Both of them show the ability to get past the defense, along with Cooper Cup. And all three of them can run every route in the route tree if you actually think about it. So what does Mike Zimmer do with his secondary, who is prone to giving up passing yards? As I told you, they give up on the average 275 yards a game. Passing. That's right around what Matthew Stafford is, is averaging at 275. So what does Mike Zimmer do? And you know Mike Zimmer likes to blitz. So that's going to be interesting to see how my old line and Sean McVay handles the blitz. Because as of right now, when we're talking about, you know, the trenches, Minnesota is number one in sacks with 44. They have 44 sacks on the season. It's number one. And they offensive line, they only gave up 22 sacks this season. This is second in the NFL. So it's not easy to get sacks on Kirk Cousins and that deep and that defense gets sacked. Mainly because they do a lot of A gap blitzes, double A gap blitzes. They they will do a zero blitz. Mike Zimmer will bring the hammer. Okay, so Zombies very need to be aware of that. They will bring the hammer. But on the flip side, the Rams offensive line has only given up 24 sacks this season to Matthew Stafford. Four of which came against the Seattle Seahawks, by the way. The 22 sacks for Minnesota giving up, four of them came against Chicago. So both teams are coming off giving up four. So both offensive linemen are both giving up four sacks coming off this game. But the 24 sacks allowed by the Rams offense is tied for fourth in the league. So you have two good offensive line going going at good defensive line because the Rams defensive line, they have 39 sacks. That's fifth in the league. 39 sacks is fifth in the league. So 
The battle of the trench is going to be real interesting because Davin Cook going to be taunting the ball for the Vikings. Sonny Michelle and Darren Henson going to be taunting the ball for the Rams. Where's the running game gets going? Passing game is going to be though. Passing game going to be though. No doubt about it. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's not. But who can run the ball more effectively? Can we run the ball more effectively with Sonny Michelle and Darren Henson? Or would the Minnesota Vikings run the ball more effectively with Davin Cook? It's going to be interesting to see because now, like I said, now that Von Miller finally got that first set out the way for the Rams, let's see how Von Miller, Aaron Donnell, and Leonard Floyd get off the ball against this offensive line, against this quarterback. Because Kirk Cousins doesn't really run. Kirk Cousins don't like to run. Not to stop it, I really like to run either. So we have stationary, we have pretty much two stationary quarterbacks who trust their O line to give them the pocket that they need so they can make the throw that they need to make. Which O-line collapses first. Do we collapse or do the Vikings collapse? You see this battle here? It's about all importance. We're talking O-line matchup, in the trenches matchup. We're talking season matchup, playoff scenarios, all that is in this game. Now the Vikings did have won five of the last six meetings, but the last meeting was in 2018. And for those of you who remember, that was a Thursday night game at the Coliseum. Jared Goff was the quarterback, and you know what we did to him. We beat him. We beat him pretty good, too. That's when we went to the Super Bowl. That's the year we went to the Super Bowl in 2018. So, we don't see each other very often, but when we do, it's be a battle. So, we won the last meeting. This meeting is going to be interesting. So, I talked about the Vikings have to win. They have to beat us or Green Bay to keep their hopes alive. If they lose both games, they are in trouble. Because New Orleans and Philly will be able to control their destiny. Philly is playing all their division, all their division. Giants this week, Washington next week, Cowboys in the season. The Saints, they got the Dolphins on Monday night. Then they got Carolina coming in and they are at Atlanta to finish out the season. So the Vikings have to win this game. We have to win this game as well because I guess we're tied for the division, but Arizona has a better division race, so they on top right now. The Cardinals, they have the Indianapolis Colts coming to the desert on Saturday, Christmas Day. After they lost to the Detroit Lions, now you have the leading rusher coming in in Jonathan Taylor, who is coming up running for 170 yards against the Indianapolis Colts. Not the Indianapolis Colts, my bad. The New England Pages, by the way. That's what I meant to say. Jonathan Taylor. Ran for 170 and two touchdowns against the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, against the New England Patriots. I keep saying Indianapolis Colts. For the Indianapolis Colts against the New England Patriots. And we all know Bill Belichick really don't give up rushing yards like that. So if he did that to a Bill Belichick defense, just imagine what he's going to do to the Arizona Cardinals defense, who is coming off a loss, back-to-back loss about it, because they lost to us on Monday Night Football in the desert. They went to Detroit and got smacked. I don't know what's going on with Arizona, but they got smacked by Detroit. They got smacked by Detroit. Now, they lose to the Colts. That's three in a row. Hey, we talking, you got the Cowboys next. It's possibly four games in a row. And we go to Baltimore next week. We don't even know how Hilton Lamar is going to be next week. I got to play. He might miss this game. Whoever they playing, I think it's the... It might be the Bengals, I think. 
yeah, it's, it's the Bengals. But after that, I'm pretty sure he's coming back for the Rams game. I'm pretty sure he's coming back for the Rams because they season is really going to be on the line after this week if they lose to the Bengals again. But Jonathan Taylor's coming into the desert. We are in Minnesota. If we can handle Minnesota and the Colts do what I think they're going to do to the Arizona Cardinals, we will be ahead. The Cardinals will be 10 and 5, we'll be 11 and 4. And then the Cardinals have to deal with the Cowboys. And that's in Jerry World, and we go to Baltimore. And then we finish out with San Fran, and the Cardinals finish out with Seattle. It's up in the air, ladies and gentlemen. These playoff scenarios are changing every single week. Only one playoff spot has been cleansed, and that's the Green Bay Packers. They won the NFC North. That is it. No playoff spots has been clinched other than Green Bay. Not even the one seed in both conferences have been clinched. So there's still a lot of football to be played. So bring your A game, bring your popcorn, bring your snacks, bring your dessert, bring your food, bring your family. Because these final three weeks is unserious. And let's help the NFL can contain the COVID thing because a lot of key players are getting hit by COVID right now. Shouts out and prayers out to all those who are hit by COVID, not only in not only in the NFL and in the NBA, but across the world. This is a serious pandemic, and I pray for everybody, for your safety and your health in this pandemic while we still try to enjoy our football. Until then, until next week, I'll catch y'all later. Enjoy your Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody. Shout out to those out there who are doing what they need to do for Christmas. And for those of you who want to have some fun, hop on my link down, put it in the show notes. Super Pro Draft, Super Bowl Draft, Sportsbook. Have fun. Join. Join the fun, man. And have fun with it. This is the Playmaker out here in Jacksonville before signing off for this week's edition of Ramley Talk. Thank you for listening to your new episode of Ramley Talk. And if you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and whatever else that you listen to Ramble Talk on. And for those of you who are iTunes and Apple Podcasts lovers, leave us a rate and review on those, and we'll gladly know how we're doing. Until the next time, Donna Pegg Maker signing off. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.